0: Tonight, I'm going to be talking to you guys about hope. Who thinks that they can say that 10 times fast? We're all going to try it together. Oh, where are already going. Whoa, you did it. You guys can do it way faster than I can. All right, so we're going to be talking about hope tonight. And you guys know we're in the middle of a series called Playlist. Who is loving it? I know I am. So um, the song that I chose tonight, you guys honestly probably don't know it. But uh, the song really, really spoke to me when I was going through a lot of stuff. Um, I cut it into a couple different parts, so uh, let's listen to the first part right now.
1: And as she sat there on her bed, thinking about what those girls said, tears streamed from her eyes, she cried.
0: You know, so for me, I had never doubted God's existence. I always knew that he was real. I always knew that he was there. But one thing that I did doubt was his plans for me and what he was doing with my life. Um, When I was really young, I was maybe four or five, my parents got divorced. So my dad and my mom split up, and I was living with my mom and my grandma. And my dad was still coming around for a couple months, but then sooner or later, he just kind of started to drift off, and at one point, he just wasn't in my life anymore, and Around that same time, uh, my mom got physically sick. She had a lot of issues with her liver, so she was taking a lot of medicine, so she was always sleeping. She was never really around. She was just kind of there. And so my grandma pretty much raised me, and uh, she was this little old lady. She was super cute. I loved her a lot. But so as I grew up, you know, I just really kind of grew up without having parents to love and having people there for me. And as I got a little bit older my brother actually started to do drugs. My brother is a little bit older than me. And so he, he, he got into drugs and when he was doing them, he'd be really, really angry. And so sometimes we'd get into a lot of arguments and he'd actually beat me up sometimes and I was a lot younger than him. So at that, at that point in my life, I couldn't really do anything and I couldn't drive, I wasn't old enough. So what I would do is I'd go in my room and I'd grab my headphones and I'd grab my phone and I'd you know gather some stuff to just get out of the house. And I grew up in the same house, Growing up I never moved or anything. And uh, I lived a couple of blocks away from Dogwood Park. I don't know if you guys know where that is, but yeah, I loved it. So I would bust out the door and I'd walk real fast to Dogwood Park with my headphones in and I'd just be mad and, and, and very emotional. And there's a little like jungle gym at Dogwood Park that me and my dad would always play out when I was a kid. So I'd go and I'd walk under that and I'd lay under there and, and just like that song said, I felt those emotions and I'd lay there crying, and I'd be like, God, like, come on, man. Like, I'm scared. I'm sad. I really honestly don't have anywhere to go besides here because I'm a kid. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not even in high school. I'm going through so much. And, and I just, you know, I just lost hope. I said, God, I'm losing hope that things are ever going to get better. And uh, can I have a volunteer really quick? Who likes to come up here? You like to? All right, Carolina, come on up here. All right, so I have this for you. Hold on, I can't really see. Okay, I have this gift for you. You. you can go ahead and open it and tell me if you love it. Okay. Thank you. you love it? Yeah. You love garbage bags? Yeah. You love it? You want, you want to keep it? Okay, you can keep that. Awesome. Give it up for Carolina, everybody. Thanks for being my volunteer. Are you giving it back now? Oh, you're keeping the box. Okay, you can give that to Caleb. Thank you. All right, so I don't know. Maybe Carolina's just different, but if that was me, I probably wouldn't want a gift of a garbage bag. I don't know about you guys. Yeah? so in my life I always expected the people to be what I wanted them to be you know I God gave me this gift of of a mom and a dad and I was like yes this is awesome and then when you actually when I actually got it and when I when I started to use it I was like this what am I going to do with this this is not what I expected this gift isn't what I thought it was going to be and and uh, as I got older my mom actually got mentally sick and so I was probably in about eighth grade High school about at this point, and my mindset was God has given up on me. I've lost hope. I'm literally gonna go to school, come home, take care of my sick mom, take care of my drug addicted brother, take care of my little tiny grandma, and then I'm gonna graduate high school, and then I'm gonna go to work, and then I'm gonna come home, take care of my sick mom, take care of my sick brother, take care of my little old grandma, and that was my mindset, and that's just how I was living. I was kind of angry with God at at the position he had put me in and, and the fact that he had put me in a place that I didn't want to be and I started going to Road to Life Church when I was about 14. And um, a verse that we always say at Road to Life Church is Jeremiah 29, 11. And that's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I started hanging around the right people as I started um, being around more and more church people I heard that more and more and one Sunday at church I just really felt the presence of God on my life and I knew at that moment something in my life needed to change so I went up for prayer and my life did change after that point and and it was the power of God that changed it and I want to listen to the next part of that song.
1: He loved her like no man could and her heart felt peace because she finally understood God's love. So as she lay there in that bed, 99 years old, she grabbed her son's hand and said, there's something you must know. I was lost and afraid, and I had no else to go. I had no clue what to do.
0: You know, every day, I thank God that I was not 99 years old and finally realized who God was. And thank God that you're all in here right now, not 99 years old being able to hear that there's a hope for your life and maybe you guys haven't gone through something that I've gone through or maybe it hasn't been extreme but you know maybe maybe you've lost hope that your dad left and he's never gonna come back and be the man that you need him to be or maybe you've lost hope that the people at school are gonna stop bullying you maybe you've lost hope that your friend is ever gonna be your friend again maybe you've lost hope that your mom is gonna be the person that you need her to be, and um, if you just turn your mind around, and you praise God through your storms, God is going to do amazing things in your life, and there's a story in the Bible that I want to talk about for just a couple of minutes, and there's this woman in the Bible named Hannah, and Hannah wanted a baby so bad, and I don't, I don't think any of us in here want to have babies right now, but listen, Hannah wanted a baby so bad, And every day she'd go up to to cry out to God and she'd say, God, you know, this is a desire of my heart. I need this. I want this. And I believe that you're going to give it to me. And I want to look at 1 Samuel one ten and what she says. And so Hannah was heartbroken and was crying as she prayed, Lord, all powerful, I am your servant, but I am so miserable. Please let me have a son. I promise to give him to you for as long as he lives. And then it went on to say that Hannah prayed silently to the Lord for a long time like I said, what I love about this story is that Hannah wasn't complaining, but she was praising. And she didn't ask God in bitterness and anger. She wasn't talking to him in bitterness and anger. She was talking to him in praise and in confidence and knowing that God was going to give her what he said he was going to. And he did. And he didn't actually give her just one baby. He gave her five more. And the first son that she prayed for ended up changing that entire nation just because Hannah praised God through all of her storms. And she went on to say, you make me strong and happy, Lord. You rescued me and I can be glad. And God is a good father who wants you to put hope in him like you've put hope in the things that have let you down. And uh, the amazing part about God is that he's just never going to let you down. So when you praise God through your storms, even when you don't understand, God is going to do amazing things to your life. And uh, I just want to listen to that last part of the song.
1: So if you're you feel so alone don't worry child there's a father who will love you as his
0: own what stuck out to me the most there is when it said that there is a father who will love you as his own every tear that you have ever shed every tear that you have ever cried God has caught. God wants to be there for you. And the moment that you say, God, man, I am tired of my parents fighting all the time. I am tired of my friends being so mean to me. I am tired of the boys that sit next to me at lunch make fun of me all the time. Man, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of praying for a dad that I don't know is ever going to be the person that I need him to be. But, you know, God has plans for your life, and when you turn your praises into prayer, and you say, God, you know what? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. You know, some things in my life right now, I still don't understand. Some things just don't make sense to me. Sometimes I don't understand why I go through things that I go through, and looking back at my life, and just seeing, you know, I was in a horrible home, and I didn't feel loved, and everybody was mean, and And then the moment that I realized that I needed to stop yelling at God and I needed to start praising God, I moved out. I moved out when I was 15. I was very young. And I moved in with my sister, and my sister and her husband provided for me. They took care of me. They never treated me like my mom did. They never treated me like my brother did. They were there for me. And and Pastor Joe and Chrissy are like my parents to me, and I know that if I never responded to God, and if I never said, okay, God, this doesn't make sense, but I'm going to love you and trust you through it anyways, I know that I wouldn't have Pastor Joe and and Chrissy to be parents to me. They, They buy me stuff. They make me go to the doctor. I know our parents make us go to the doctor. They're there for me, and I know that that wouldn't have happened if I didn't turn my praises to God.